You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. It is Monday, May 24th, 2021, and it's time for a little hashtag Locked On Murph Monday here on your daily home for news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Locked On Patriots is presented today by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Greetings and salutations, Patriots fans, and thank you for kicking off yet another week with me right here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of Locked On Patriots, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And because it's your team every day, that means your questions, your comments, your feedback are always welcomed and very much encouraged. So share that feedback. Send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some Monday meddling through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Pats fans, it's Monday, so you know what that means. We kick off the week in a big green way with some big green wisdom and counsel. My good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy, is back here today for his weekly spot on hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday. And if you've been following Patriots social media all weekend long, you'll know that the most prominent topic of conversation revolves around current Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones. How long will he be a Falcons wide receiver is anyone's guess. And today on Monday... The talk about Julio's departure from Atlanta got even louder. We'll get to that in just a minute, but it's a big story and it requires some big wisdom and counsel. Luckily for us, Murph is here, and we will talk Julio Jones. Why Murph and I feel that it may not be as likely as some believe that Julio will find his way to Foxborough for the upcoming 2021 season. And yes, I still feel that way even after Monday's controversial news drop. The fit is undeniable. Julio would look great in a Patriots uniform. He instantly upgrades the Patriots wide receiver core, but the timing as to where Julio is in his career right now and the timing regarding the Patriots' development of the quarterback position might make New England a less-than-ideal fit. Murph and I are like-minded on this, and we'll tell you why. And before you get upset with us for that take, know that this is just Murph and my opinion. Our good friends over at BetOnline.ag are doing what they do best, better than anyone else in the business. They're compiling a list of the teams that are the favorites to procure Julio Jones' services for 2021. Who's atop that list? That's right, your New England Patriots at minus 150. But why are the Patriots favorites? Well, over the weekend, you heard some smatterings that the Patriots have had, quote, internal discussions about what it would take to acquire Jones for the upcoming season. Those smatterings got even louder when reports started to surface that Julio Jones had expressed an interest in playing alongside Cam Newton. Yeah, that one made the plot thicken a little bit. But what really sent these rumors into overdrive was what occurred today, on Monday, on FS1's Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. And during the show, Shannon apparently had an audio discussion with Julio Jones on the other line. When specifically asked about Atlanta, Julio responded, No, I'm out of there. In the process, dropping an apparent bombshell to the rest of NFL media, 
letting everyone know that even though most expected Julio to be traded, it now looks like a foregone conclusion. And while there are a lot of teams out there that would love to add Julio Jones to their wide receiver core, just off the top of my head, the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, maybe the San Francisco 49ers, the Patriots make a lot of sense. They have the capital to give up. They can make it work financially, as we discussed here on Friday, and as our good friend, the Wizard of Benzon himself, Miguel, a.k.a. Pat's Cap Benzon, eloquently outlined on his Twitter feed, the Patriots can make this work within the cap, meaning that a portion of Julio Jones's $15.83 million salary in 2021 could be converted to a signing bonus and allow the Patriots to lessen the cap hit. Keep in mind that Miguel also pointed out that there is virtually no incentive for the Atlanta Falcons to trade Julio Jones prior to June 1st. If they do so, they'll actually be forfeiting money, and right now are very much up against it when it comes to the salary cap. The Falcons would lose close to $900,000 in cap space if they trade Jones before June 2nd. Trading him on June 2nd or after would create about $14.6 million in cap space for them. So between now and June 2nd, all the Julio Jones talk is probably going to be a lot of rumor and innuendo. But Julio's comments on today's Undisputed might help accelerate that and turn what many already thought to be likely into, again, a foregone conclusion. But rumors surrounding Julio Jones weren't the only story in Foxborough over the weekend. We started to see reports popping up all over social media that Stefan Gilmore might not be very happy with his contract, and that it might lead to a contract holdout with OTA, minicamp, and training camp fast approaching. What could this possibly mean for Stefan Gilmore's future here in New England? Well, rumors of a holdout can often cause some difficulty. However... Sometimes they can work to your advantage, and in this case, I think it might do just that for the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. But don't just take my word for it. We're going to ask our good green friend Murph what he thinks about the future of Stefan Gilmore here in New England and what it could possibly mean for the future of J.C. Jackson here in New England. Folks, an action-packed agenda talking Julio Jones, Stefan Gilmore, and the future of your New England Patriots with our man Murph when this Monday episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Locked On listeners, our friends at Credit Karma have always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Card Money debit card, you can win daily Instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and fee withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. With Credit Karma Money, progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Patriots fans, nothing quite defines Patriots social media like rumor and innuendo. 
Player X is headed here. This is what Team Y wants in return. And the ever-popular affirmation, and I use the term loosely, folks, per source. Well, today we have the perfect antidote to that speculation serum that's circulating throughout the media realm. Green Wisdom and Council. That's right, folks. It's that time again. It's Monday. He's here. He's ready to roll. Your favorite and mine. My benefactor in this business. And the only guest on this pod with his very own branded hashtag. The Count of Murphy Fisto himself. The legendary Thomas Murphy is back for his weekly appearance here on Locked On Patriots. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. Would it be Monday without us? Would it? it definitely would not. Well, it'd be Monday no, without me, no. but definitely not without Murph. No question about <laughs> it. <laughs> Stop, man. Stop. I, I appreciate the hashtag, and I love it, and I love being here. But but this this makes Monday uh, something special. It, usually, before you started asking me to make it a weekly appearance on Mondays, you sit there, and, and the Sunday games hit, and the 8 o'clock game hits, and it's like, wow, what am I going to do until Monday night football? And now I got something else to get up for, and and it, it makes me happy, and it, it gets me uh, gets me out of bed and um, making the coffee for for the rest of the family. So thank you again for having me, bud. Absolutely, and you know what? The way I like to look at it is when I fill out the lineup card every single week, I get the best bat in the in the business, right? You know, batting lead off. You don't. Not many teams get that opportunity. I've got that, and I consider myself the luckiest guy in the world for that. So, anytime you join me on the microphone here, bud, it's always fun, it's always intriguing, and it's always interesting. And we'll dive right into it because I'm the Ricky Henderson of of locked on. <laughs> that is right, absolutely, Ricky Ricky Henderson with home run level power every time you take the bat. Bud. That's that's big. That's the and well, let's that's, see if that's we can the bat flip today. <laughs> you know what? I think we're going to be able to bat flip today because yeah. Murph, surprise, surprise, the Patriots find themselves in the midst of trade rumors once again. Uh, the newest flavor of Pat's Chat Purgatory out there, I like to call it, is New England having, quote unquote, internal discussions about Falcons wide out Julio Jones. And this has really mushroomed into a pretty big story uh, nationally, not just locally. Yeah. Um, Friday, I had the good fortune of having our good mutual friend, Mark Schofield, here on the show. We talked a little bit about Julio, what the logistical fit would be here in New England, how they might be able to make this work. Uh, got some good pieces of information, financial pieces of information from my good friend, the Pats cap himself. Um, and we talked a little bit about the logistics, but uh, these rumors started out really on Friday morning, late Thursday afternoon with the Pats are interested. Then it progressed right. to they've had internal discussions, which folks, I guarantee you, if there's a player out there to be had and his value is relatively high within the NFL realm, I guarantee you the Patriots have had internal discussions about that player. Don't let that give you visions of sugar plums dancing in your heads. There's, you know, right. those, those internal discussions happen a lot. Um, but those morphed into reports that Julio Jones wanted to, quote-unquote, play with Cam Newton. So that really allowed these to take fire and spread a little bit uh, more than maybe we had even anticipated earlier on in the weekend. Murph, you and I both know that virtue lies in the middle. And as much as having peak Julio Jones in any lineup is going to be exciting, it's going to improve your wide receiver core, the compensation has to be right in return, and the timing has to be right, meaning that the Patriots have to be sure that by bringing in Julio Jones, they're putting themselves into championship contention. That's the whole point in doing a trade like this. You don't bring in Julio for 
languishing in the middle of the division and maybe a first-round playoff exit or worse. You bring him in because you believe he's the guy that's going to put you over the top. At the same time, Julio also has to be sure about the return. He's got to be sure that he's going to a place that can maximize his ability to win because he is entering the latter years of his career. Murph, I opened the show today that's saying there's a crack, there's a fissure, if you will, in my enthusiasm on the Patriots trading for Julio Jones, more so than when I took the microphone on Friday. But we need the wisdom and counsel on this one, buddy. What are the chances that the Patriots trade for Julio Jones, in your opinion? Um, I, I believe it's probably 60-40 that he does not come here. Um, it, it's just a, I'm sorry, folks. I, I'm really sorry. But every year this happens. We go through it with, with Tampa and all those years. You know, who, who could Bill bring in to, to bolster the, the wide receivers and keep Tom happy? Or, or last year it's, it's this guy. This year, here, here we go, and it's, it's Julio Jones. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Julio Jones in a Patriots uniform. Um, I think he's somebody that, uh, that could go and get a ball to the left or right or at the ground or seven feet over his head where Cam is throwing it. <laughs> but, but, you know, let, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. It's, it's all going to be about the price. And, um, but I do agree that the Falcons are motivated sellers. I mean, um, their general manager, um, Fontenot, Am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> Terry Fontenot and uh, yeah, Arthur Smith, so. their, their, their coaches, is, they, they know the problems that, that Atlanta has. Um, it, it, this, is, this is not fantasy football, people, unless, of course, you're dealing with a salary cap in, in fantasy football. And the Falcons have gone have serious problems at um, working within the cap. I'm sorry to say, Felger and Maz, the cap is real. And it, it is a functioning thing. And they came in, and, and in the last year and a half, they, they've restructured Matt Ryan, Jake Matthews, Deion Jones, and Tyler Davidson's contracts. Um, and they cut the salary of Dante Fowler. Um, the, the Falcons released five players um, with cap figures that were, that were too high for their production. Ricardo Allen, uh, Jamon Brown, Allen Bailey, I can't uh, – oh, Ito Smith – um was you know these guys are let go but ryan is the cap situation was deemed too dire for the falcons to allow to pay him 40.9 million dollars it would have meant cutting Deion jones so the, the team converted some of his his money into bonus money and into um i believe it was for Avoidable years and and things like that. They have, but to 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 cut it short, they have issues. And cap and Ryan's numbers now like at twenty seven million dollars, maybe it's a tad bit underneath it. It's bringing him in here. Bill has done this time and time again. That yeah, we will we'll we'll bring somebody in. We'll trade for them. Um, but he he is on a one year. How can we restructure this so I can still have moves? Uh, so I can still have money. The Patriots like to go into every single year with between seven and nine million dollars uh, at the very least in cap space to make these kind of moves in season to bring some people in. So that's all going to factor into it, and that factors into my my sixty forty. No, he's not going to be here because one Jones is 
getting up there and does he want to sacrifice money that he knows is in his pocket and two like you said does he really think i mean does he really think that coming here is going to be good for his career right now when he could say you know go to a team that has a better shot save the hate mail people at uh winning a, a world championship for him while he's still able to to walk upright yeah, absolutely. And I completely agree with you on the 60-40. That's exactly where I am right now as well. And it is a little bit of a change from my enthusiasm over the weekend and even to open Friday's show. I said, this one has some legs. This one has some, uh, you know, grit to it. Uh, like most of the rumors that surround the Patriots, I'm skeptical of them the minute I hear them until I start to hear rumblings right. from those that are close to the team. But this one made sense to me right off the bat. But the more I took a look into it and the more I looked at the logistics behind it, it just seemed like even though it's possible and they can do it uh, again, we mentioned Miguel, uh, uh, the Pats cap uh, outlining. He put a tremendous breakdown on his Twitter feed uh, showing exactly how the Patriots would be able to do it in terms of what Julio's contract looks like in 2021 through 2023. Fitting the contract as it stands would be able to be converted into a signing bonus. If you did that, it would allow the, the cap number to be significantly lowered and it would allow it to be much more palatable for the Patriots to be able to do it. So it's logistically possible. Um, obviously, uh, I tweeted out over the weekend in a tidbit that I got from Miguel about June 2nd being the day that would be, uh, you know, where you heard something happen. I sincerely doubt right. you're going to hear everything beforehand because as it's been widely reported, if they do anything with Julio before June 1st, it's actually going to cost them cap space, which they don't have right now. Converting right. it and doing this afterwards would allow them to save about $14.6 million against the cap uh, either uh, after either on June 2nd or after that point. Right. So there's a lot of motivation to wait on this. 6-2 is the number, people. Absolutely. If there That's is going things to be open up, happening. Right. right. Guys, and, can, and there will guys be. you'll see more free agent signings because people don't have to worry about losing draft picks next year's compensation. It's all about June 2nd. So let's just, you know, hold on to your butts. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the, the, the circulations that I started to see on Saturday uh, indicated that things were imminent. And I just uh, I, I had known that and uh, I just kind of put it out there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, responded to it, which was good. But uh, in any case, I am in agreement with you on that, because I do believe that even though it's logistically possible, I just believe the timing is slightly off here for Julio to come into New England, knowing that other teams are going to be interested. And that leads me quite nicely into my next question for you, bud, is that other teams are going to be interested in his services. Um, teams that will, uh, you know, make an effort uh, to be able to bring him in. We hear about the Arizona Cardinals maybe wanting to form like a super wide receiver core there uh, yeah. with DeAndre Hopkins and trying to bring him in. They obviously have the cap wherewithal to be able to do it. They an intriguing option the Jets are out there a lot of people are squawking at that I don't necessarily think the Jets are in a better position to win right now than the Patriots are but the Tennessee Titans have emerged over the course of the last 24 to 48 hours as a team that's being talked about a lot this is intriguing because I do think that Tennessee can make a challenge right now with a player like Julio in his arsenal I know you've kind of tipped your hand a little bit by saying that you believe that the Falcons are motivated sellers I believe right. he'll be moved. If it's not the Patriots, where do you see Julio possibly fitting in this year? 
Well, I, I this is really rough, but I, I think he'd be a great fit with the Ravens. Um, I, I also believe the Niners would be a good spot. The Chargers mm, could be. And, and then, you know, let, let's not overlook um, the Packers. Uh, the, the Packers have their own issues right now with the cap and what's going on over there, but I think he would fit fantastically um, with with them and discount double choke. He, he you know, going the way he goes downfield and 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 breaks stuff up. I believe that that's that's it. But it, if you put a gun to my head, I would say that the best spot for the most likely spot for him to get traded to is the Ravens. Yeah. And that's a scary proposition. If you take a look at the Ravens and what they're able to do both on offense and on defense, you put a guy like Julio Jones in there. That's a reliable threat all over the field. Um, All of a sudden that takes away some of the deficiencies that we've seen in Lamar Jackson's game. And there aren't many, you know, I'm not a Lamar Jackson hater by any stretch of the imagination. I love watching the guy play, I am, uh, but but, there are some limitations as well. And, (laughs) you know, you put somebody, (laughs) You put somebody Sorry. like that, all of a sudden, that is that is pretty formidable. Uh, you mentioned the Chargers. That, I think, is a good fit as well. Uh, Justin Herbert emerging as one of the better signal callers right. in this league. Has the great uh, fortune of having the arm and the quarterback savvy to be able to fit and, and work with a guy like Julio. The question is, is how close are the Chargers to contending? They're already in a tough division. They're already in a tough spot. But... They're building for the future, and there is some, you know, good, uh, you know, solid uh, capabilities there. Um, again, Baltimore, I think, is is a good spot. Tennessee, uh, you mentioned San Francisco, and yeah. it's a fit there. I mean, you know, there's a familiarity really with Kyle Shanahan. Um, you know, you look at the the two types of quarterbacks that they have going in. Even if Jimmy G is the guy, and I believe he will be the guy to start the season, uh, he can yep. develop a pretty good synergy with Julio. And no matter how quickly they want to pull the trigger and make that move. Uh, to Trey Lance, that's going to be interesting as well because here's a young quarterback with a whole lot of promise and uh, with a shiny wide receiver on that uh, uh, that core uh, that's a veteran, that's done it, that's played at a high level for a number of years, and boy, right. he looked pretty good in a Niners uniform. So that's interesting. Not to, not, to mention, not to mention that future rookie that could really use uh, steady hands um, as, a, as a safety, uh, safety valve, safety blanket. Yeah. Would you, um, I'd call it out there, and, and you you never know. Jerry Jones might just do something really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you can never count Jera out of any type right. of. Um, any type of rumor. I mean, the, the Cowboys are always in it. The Patriots are naturally in it. And again, I think that's one of the reasons why the Patriots are such a prominent rumor. I know he's put out there that he'd love to play with Cam, but how much better could it get for Mac Jones to have a guy like Julio Jones uh, to be able to, no relation, uh, to be able to, uh, uh, there's a them diehard drop in you know i gotta get those in there murph i'm I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to give bad dad jokes at least once an episode that was my one for the day and it fell flat there we go (laughs) great job folks thank you uh but in any case uh to have julio jones be able to uh be that safety valve for a guy like mac not necessarily in 2021 but maybe in 2022 so and with two million already guaranteed for julio's salary you have to think that whatever team brings him in He's not just committing to him for this year. They're committing to him for at least a couple of years. So it 
it, things will get interesting. So again, folks, I'm not saying it won't happen in New England. I'm just saying that I'm a little more pessimistic than optimistic. And my good friend in the Green Wisdom and Council backs me up on that. And I take his opinion right to the bank. That's why you lend the Wisdom and Council here on Locked On Patriots, bud, because you're a wise and considerate young man. Uh, but wisdom and consideration, not the only values that need to be applied to the Patriots offense. The defense needs them, too. And arguably, the Patriots' best defensive player continues to find himself the subject of much debate. That's another pun intended, folks. Here are my good friend's thoughts on the future of Stefan Gilmore in New England when the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Locked On listeners, we've all heard the phrase often imitated but never duplicated. It's a part of the sports fan's lexicon, and that's because only the best athletes and sports teams can provide you with the best possible moments. And in that vein, the only ones who could provide the best, healthy, low-calorie, and delicious treats to satisfy all of your snacking needs are the ones who provided the best in the first place. That's right, folks. I'm talking about Built Bar, because no one can do it like they do it. Built Bars are available in a multitude of delicious flavors, 100% real chocolate, soft, easy to chew, and they're not only low-calorie and low-sugar, but also high-protein and high-fiber. Built Bar has no crazy additives, half the calories of its most popular competitors, and get this, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer grams of sugar, and more protein. So don't delay, do it today. Prepare your taste buds for wow, and make Built Bar your go-to protein bar right now. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Pats fans, Thomas Murphy joins me here on the pod today. It is hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday. And Murph, we started off with some hypotheticals. Julio Jones possibly coming to the Patriots. And... We cooled a little bit on our enthusiasm, but acknowledge that it's still very much a possibility. Another story that made its way around Patriots social media this weekend was the likelihood of Stefan Gilmore holding out to begin the 2021 NFL season. And look, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of debate, a lot of uh, inference, I guess is the best way for me to put, uh, that Stefan may have already held out in in areas uh, in the 2020 season, um, coming in, you know, saying that there were issues or possible problems health-wise that prevented him from reporting on time uh, during the uh, the off-seasons past. A lot of people are saying that they may continue this year if Stefan doesn't get his deal reworked, that coming in on the current salary that he's there with right now with about a $7 million salary is just not something that he's willing to do for the calendar year. Murph, we hear these stories all the time about Stefan and having the opportunity to have covered him over the past few years. um, Stefan has always been, to me, a stand-up guy. Uh, He's always been a great competitor on the field, someone that's willing to prove himself, someone that's willing to go out, but someone who also is keenly aware of his worth, as he should be as a pro. There's no question about it. When you look at the Stefan Gilmore situation, how likely do you think it is that Stefan might hold out if the Patriots don't do something with his contract or dare I say it, even unload him before the season begins. Yeah. um, Right now, our two cornerbacks are probably criminally underpaid. We're talking about the best duo in, in, um, in the league 
I'm sorry, anybody out there who doesn't <laughs> agree. Um, this is the best duo in the league. And um, $7.3 million for Stefan Gilmore is is not going to get it done and you can you can bet your bottom dollar he was he was set to hold out last year before they they bumped him five million dollars in his in his paycheck and and he showed up he was he was he was going to sit until you know you had to come in to uh to get your year and i god i forget i think that's week what week is that michael is that that week eight week six that you have to report by to get your your full year of 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 accrued time and um they they bumped him five million dollars and he came in if he doesn't get a significant bump from this 7.3 million dollars he will not be in a patriots uniform this year he will sit until he has to come in and be able to say yes i fulfilled my contract and now i'm a free agent yeah absolutely i'm at 100 percent on it 100 percent. i I just went up yeah, you know, the more I think about it and, and whatnot, you can understand it from both sides. You can understand it from the Patriots side that they're trying to maximize yep. their value. They're going to see what they can get away with. That's not because Bill is sitting there sticking pins in a uh, in a doll that, that uh, bears right. the number 24 on it right now. Yeah, I think he holds Stefan Gilmore in as high regard as anyone, perhaps maybe more than anyone, because he knows the value and he also knows the contract it took to get Stefan's services here. And he's been everything is advertised. No one's questioning oh, that God. at all. If the Patriots were to trade him, and I thank you for the correction on the seven point three million. If the Patriots no, were sorry. to trade him, no, no, you're absolutely right. I'm glad that you did that. That was a great drop in. You you picked me up out of the fire, bud. And that's why I, that's that's <laughs> that's that's another another reason why I love this man, folks. He does it, and he doesn't even look for the credit for it. But I'm going to give it to him because he deserves it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, trading Stefan would add six point eight nine million. Uh, to uh, uh, their cap savings. And that's, you know, a significant amount. But when you look at what they would also have to swallow in terms of dead money, you're talking $8.53 million. So it's, I think, very smart of the Patriots to maybe try to work something out with him, uh, an extension or something of that type that's going to allow him to get maybe a little bit of a bump coming into this season, but also knowing that it's going to be a manageable uh, you know, situation if the two, teams right. de- uh, the two sides decide that they are going to move on from each other after the 2021 season. Got a big decision to make on J.C. Jackson uh, without question. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, to me, I think that's the best way to, uh, you know, to, to hit it right now. You Bill mentioned not enamored. Bill mm-hmm. is not enamored of, of paying star veterans at this position um, over an extended period of time. He will bring guys in on a one-year, on a two-year deal. If you see an extension here, it might just be a year. Don't expect to see this as something that's going to keep Stefan Gilmore in a Patriots uniform for the rest of his life. Remember, Bill Belichick is the guy who who cut Ty Law. Okay, right. He released Absolutely. Ty Law. He let Daryl Rivas walk out the door. Uh, Asante Samuel... Uh, went and got paid somewhere else. There are two kinds of people in the world that are in Patriots uniforms. The guys who come here to win world titles and the guys who have won world titles and then go somewhere else to get paid. That's that's the way it works. And so hate to be Debbie Downer on a Monday, folks, but th- that's just the way I see it. 
Right. No. And I don't think you're being Debbie Downer. I think you're being uh, um, I think you're being Debbie realistic (laughs) or Rhonda realistic instead of Debbie Downer. We'll call it Rhonda realistic. I don't know where that came from, but it came from it just off the top of my head. But in any case, uh, I agree with you. I think that there is a level headed approach that needs to be taken. And you did mention J.C. Jackson. And before we uh, wrap up today, I did want to put this to you as well. Obviously, J.C. Jackson is someone that is developing a lot of interest uh, throughout the league. Uh, He's slowly becoming uh, aware and he's slowly entering the collective consciousness of NFL fans everywhere. Uh, J.C.'s finally going to get his just due this year and obviously entered unrestricted free agency. The tender has been signed. The Patriots have him under contract for this year. But there is still a lot of uncertainty as to what's going to happen with J.C. Jackson beyond. Uh, most people think that they want to work out a long-term deal with him, keep him in Foxborough, keep him in New England. He's the long-term future at the position. And he's a pretty good starting caliber quarterback. There's no question about that. I love J.C. Jackson's game. But we saw right. what this Patriots defense looked like, especially the secondary when J.C. had to carry the load alone without Stefan Gilmore. To me, the two questions here when it comes to trying to work something out with Gilmore, and that's why I'm so much in favor of that, is is J.C. ready to take over his cornerback one in case Gilmore is traded, in case the Patriots do move on, um, and what the long-term future here of J.C. Jackson will be. If, in fact, the Patriots do bring both of these guys back this year, who is more likely to start the season, the 2022 season, in a Patriots uniform, in your estimation, knowing what we know about all these players? Is it Stephon Gilmore or is it J.C. Jackson? That's a, that's a good question, and um, I've got a good answer, and I think it's Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe J.C. Jackson is set to make his, uh, his Butler um, tour uh, walking onto private jets to be brought in for interviews and, and things of, of that nature that, that we all saw a few years ago. And it, it right now, I would rather see the money spent on a three-year deal to keep Stefan Gilmore here than to um, roll the dice with JC as the number one corner. Um, Bill has been preparing for this the entire offseason, in you can see it in the way that he attacked the draft, in the way that he attacked free agency. He went out and got a bunch of players that can get after the quarterback from anywhere on the field, from up the middle, from the sides, from the second level. He is going to this this offense this defense is about to remorph into somebody into a defense that it's not going to put as much pressure and strain on the cornerback positions, on your deep safeties, because they're going to have somebody in their face constantly. Constantly the pressure is going to be there. They are going to have to get balls out early. These guys are going to chase them down, and they are going to beat them up all game long. And when you do something like that, it's because you are are looking at your future, and Bill is always looking at next year, always. Mm -hmm when he attacks the draft and when he goes out, it might might start being implemented, but you know that it's going to be about what happens next year. We talked earlier about what happens on, uh, on June 2nd. This is when players can bring in other guys, guys that are cut for, for salary cap reasons. This might be the reason that bill didn't go after a uh, cornerback early. A lot of people thought that, well, since he didn't do that, 
this is what he's going to do. He's going to he's going to sign JC and he's going to um re for to a long-term deal. He's going to re up with Gilmore and keep him happy. That's not that doesn't necessarily um um the the two things don't necessarily coincide. Uh but what the way he attacked free agency and the way he attacked the draft do. He sees that this could be could be a problem this year and next year and he wants to uh to take take care of that problem when there isn't a lot of help out there in um in free agency or in the draft where it made sense for him to take somebody. Murph, you lend your wisdom, your counsel like no other. That's why you're family here at Locked On Patriots, and that's why you always are. Great information, great insight on JC, on Gilmore. Surprise, surprise, folks, I happen to agree with him. I think it's more likely that Stefan is in New England than JC, but boy, I'll tell you, I would love to lock up these two guys for as long as they can both wear shoulder pads. Such a fan of both of these players. Right. And really, uh, you know, I, I consider it an honor to be able to cover and analyze them uh, as a part of my job. That really doesn't get any better than that but uh you know what else it doesn't get any better than sharing the microphone with this fine gentleman each and every monday folks you should already be following him but for any of our new listeners please follow my good friend the count of murphy fisto himself on twitter at team murph 207 murph the content that you have been putting out on e2g sports when it comes to really everything but primarily the expertise and the insight you provide in major league baseball for this site is absolutely point click learn enrichment material i highly recommend checking out the work that he and all the great writers over at e2g sports are doing right now of course i'd be remiss if i'd say never miss an episode of one patriots place with murph our great mutual friend steve balistrieri the patriots buys on himself and of course the countess of class herself claire cooper but what can i say thank you again Honored and humbled as always by your presence. Before I let you go today, bud, please enlighten our listeners on what they can expect from your great pen, your great voice over at E2G Sports. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Too kind, too kind. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of nice pieces up uh, over there right now, an interview that I did with a local Charlotte businessman who's who's looking to maybe maybe lure the uh, – the Oakland A's to back to the East Coast, and that that's a, a pretty good read. I've gotten some nice feedback on that. There are a few other uh, pieces that I have down in the pipeline. There's some excellent, excellent writers over there at E2G, and I'm, I'm looking to expand that a little bit. It's been nice to write baseball. I haven't written baseball in, in quite some time, and uh, it feels really good uh, to, to not um, – focus so much on on the new england area but but branch out so please folks don't don't think it's all going to be red Sox from me or i'm sorry that it's going to be red Sox from me <laughs> and yes uh one patriots place has moved over to e2g we are exclusively there now you can find steve claire and myself uh and this afternoon we'll be talking to pat's cap himself mac uh miguel benzan and he will be uh shedding some more light on uh, what's happening in New England and and how maybe Julio can can come here and and Bill will still be able to uh, ink Gilmore to to an extension. But thank you so much for having me here, bud. It's always a pleasure, and uh, I'll see you next Monday if you want. Me back. Absolutely, you know we want you back. And folks, again, please check out the Charlotte piece that uh, uh, Murph is talking about, luring Major League Baseball down to Ric Flair country. How much better can you Oof. get than that? Well, you know what? He's gonna have he's gonna have some competition because as much as I adore Ric Flair, 
You yep. are the original kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, <laughs> limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. Woo! Gotta go work in the world. <laughs> All kidding aside, bud, honored and humbled as always by your presence. In the meantime, stay safe and stay well. But we look forward to talking ball with you again here next Monday, right here on Locked On Patriots. Thanks a ton. I'll be Murphy. back. Patriots fans, as always, your week is off to a great start with some hashtag Locked On Murph Monday here on the pod. But there's still plenty where that came from when it comes to your daily coverage of the New England Patriots. So, to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, subscribe, follow, and download the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Thomas Murphy for his time, his insight, and his appearance on today's pod. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.